everybody, welcome back to the great and terrible American Horror Story. Once again, I am here with Miss Shadow Lovely, Liz, and Slow Beef. Hello, hello. We're getting right into part two of episode six because once again, holy smokes, we have so much to cover. If you thought the last half of the episode had too much information in it, I've got really, I've got really bad news. <laughs> well, you're yeah. not kidding. Should we... Sh- should we just like get down to the get down? Yeah. I, I I feel like I'm being rude, but also I feel like this show is making me be rude. No, I feel yeah. like I think I'm turning is... into the butcher <laughs> of this podcast. I think, I think we're going to have to. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah. No, no. I was going to say, like, I think like literally all the nothing we could say could even tie what's about to happen together. So, like, I, I think the only thing that needs to be like reminded as to where we left off was that they had their terrible lawyer conversation um about liability and then diana did the thing where she burst into the room and got a, a cell phone call and was like we got a major yeah. problem on set and it was like bop, 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 bop. I, I, I guess yeah like the one reminder is we have shifted to the second part of the season where we're doing another show where they bring the original people and the actors back to the set to do another weekend in Roanoke and due to some absolutely asinine contrivances everybody's in on this of course <laughs> of course they sure are also the producer is the worst um his name is Sydney and he's fucking awful um his production assistant's name is Diana um and then everybody else is either people you already know who we will refer to as their real names and we will only be referring to as the real people by their real names and then now we have a whole new cast of characters which are the actors who played those people in the television show they will be interacting with one another so um if you keep hearing names you don't recognize that's why I, I have the feeling we'll. I think we should. We'll try to be helpful and be like Shelby's act. You know what I mean, and all that yes, if we can. Yes, but it's because yes. it's 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 hard to keep track of even if you know. You know what um, I mean? Like, yeah. Even if you're looking at the show with your eyeballs, it is still hard to, to keep track of it. Serious. They built a who's on first situation into their show, which is cool. <laughs> Thank you, American Horror Story. Very cool. Um, well, I guess we should see. Uh, Diana said there was a major problem on set. I imagine we're going to teleport to the house and see what's going on. Now, what kind of problem do you think would be a normal production issue on a big set? What do you imagine a big problem would be, a production assistant would say? Like, one of the actors got injured, or like someone has decided they aren't going to participate, or it turns out you don't have rights to film on the land, or, or, a man... Out of nowhere, cut his own head off with a chainsaw <laughs> on film. Oh, uh, <laughs> see, I was going to say craft services ran into a mix-up and accidentally fed one of the actors with a peanut allergy, um, something with peanut butter in it. But I like your answer, too. Oh, no, that's that's in a good horror thing, like, uh, you know. <laughs> Hereditary. <laughs> that's it, yes. I kept thinking Midsummer. I'm like, shit, the other one. No, wait. <laughs> Damn it, Ari Aster. <laughs> Oh, my Funny. God. And, and to be clear, I'm not being hyperbolic. Yeah. The guy was just like <laughs> yeah. in the background, like, just chainsawing away, just clearing up some trees. And then he just out of nowhere was like, well, time to die. And just turned around and like jammed it into his own neck as hard as he could. Yeah. <laughs> it's And like, yeah, and just screaming the whole time. And like, nobody takes this as a sign of like, you know what? 
I love making shows as much as the next asshole, but we got we should leave. That's a, <laughs> yeah. That's a big uh, fucking deal. Especially on like a popular show like they're claiming my Roanoke Nightmare was. Yeah. yeah. They have it filmed of him just turning the chainsaw. Like again, it's not like you see him cutting some logs, the camera leaves and it comes back and his head is cut off. No, you watch a man just be like, I've decided I'm done doing my job the normal way I do my job, and I'm gonna try cutting my own head off with a chainsaw. <laughs> apropos of nothing <laughs> like it's this is something that you have to like get someone to look at i don't know like the church <laughs> <laughs> you're right because the implication i think for the viewer is supposed to be too that like a ghost has like possessed his hands and made him do it or you know what i mean like that he's not doing it of his own free will or being possessed like something moved the chainsaw there but it absolutely looks like he's just like well and then just like cuts his own head off you know what i mean like it <laughs> I would love I to think that the implication is that he just fucking hates Sydney so much. He's like, you know what? Fuck this guy. And then he's like, I, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done. With I will this show. die to ruin his show. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Jo- the ultimate blood debt. Joke's I on him. I own this guy worse than if I just self-immolated on set. How <laughs> yes. do I do this? <laughs> yeah, Joke's on him, it's... though. Sydney loves this shit. In fact, he is like, this is good for Bitcoin, actually. This is like the Hollywood equi- like union equivalent of like when you're stuck in the vent and the aliens are coming and you're like, fuck it, all I can do is set off this grenade and take some of them with me. But not that at all, because you just cut your own head off for no reason and they do the show anyway. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> and they love it. He's super high. So he being Sydney is super hype about it. Um, it's okay. So the next like a couple of minutes is actually pretty funny. I don't even know if they were trying to be funny, given that it's American Horror Story. Probably not. But it is very funny because um, Sydney and Diana show up, and the guy who's been setting up all the very dangerous um, practical effects like shows them on like a tablet the video of the guy decapitating himself with the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, and the local SAG AFTRA rep is on site. <laughs> Um, and is talking to Sydney and Diana, which if you don't know what SAG after is, it's a union for actors and also um, like movie production and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a union rep um, is there. And they're always on site to make sure like safety regulations are being followed yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. To make sure, yeah, the employees aren't being put at undue risk <laughs> um, due to laziness of the corporation. And so like the union rep sees a guy inexplicably cut his own head off and goes, damn, that guy must have had some issues. <laughs> and then, and, you know, I am not a union or sag Afra expert, but they do this thing, which I don't know if they would do in real life. You tell me when watching this where the union rep goes like, yeah, this is bad, but uh, if you want to keep going, it's up to you. Like, yeah, no. What? In fact, that's, that's why she's there is to say, like, in reality, she would be there to say, like, no, everyone needs to go home. And also, you need mandatory, like, grief counseling slash, like, trauma therapy provided right. um, at, if like, you want- at your mm-hmm. discretion, like, if you want to partake in it. For anybody who may have witnessed it. Um, exactly, yeah. You're but- going to need this extra safety stuff. And even if it's, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, there's no world where they go. So, Sydney, what do you want to do here? Yeah, you know. Yeah, but instead, yeah, the, the the rep is just a paper tiger to be like, "Hey, wait a minute." And then Sydney goes, "But I'm the hobgoblin in charge of everything." <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I feel like, you know what it is like in some, you know, like sometimes in like an anime or something. I, I find this happens with anime where like they kind of over-explain like a plot point that you don't mind taking on faith where it's like, 
where it's like that door is locked and no one can go through it. And somebody like, well, could we do this? And then they'll be like, no. And so, you know what I mean? And they'll explain it because they want to get all the loose ends, even if they Mm -hmm. don't need it. I feel like American Horror Story will try that and fail. Like we didn't really even need the whole like SAG half reunion rep thing. You know what I mean? It would be kind of nitpicking, but it's now less realistic that they brought it up and tried to excuse it with something. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just kind of... No, don't do that. Yeah, like, we didn't have to go I here. Just a sec- uh, yeah, I would have just accepted that, like, Sydney's an overbearing producer who mm-hmm. will do things at all costs. Yeah. Like, like, even you know like a, a hey, passing line you know would have been made enough. more sense? Yeah, or, you know what would have made more sense? If he explicitly said, thank God there's not, I don't love union reps yes. on set. Yes, yeah. That would have made more sense, right? Like, if he just, as an aside, said that. Because that's what an overbearing producer would do. He just would keep the people who make safety happen away. Yeah. So that's what they do. Yeah. I have, like, a, we- a weird, like, tinfoil hat theory. Um... I remember how earlier we said at the when we were discussing the first half of this episode in our last episode, we said that like them being like the people want to see how it's made, like this is like their self insert. They want people to know how like they make their show, and this is all very like self masturbatory, uh, like them wanting to be like this is how we make American Horror Story. He he he! Isn't this so mm. cool? Um, Maybe this was them being like, oh, but we here at American Horror Story, we always have a SAG rep on site. Like, we would definitely not ever sure, <laughs> right. a SAG rep on site. Like, we know how to do, we know how to do entertainment. Like, we do things legally here. Like, I feel like it was them, like, since they're doing a weird <laughs> self-insert, like, covering their own ass. Like, oh, well, I, I know someone's going to be like, well, do you think that they would <laughs> yes. stop American Horror Story if this was the case? <laughs> It's like the no 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 actors were harmed in the filming of American Horror Story kind of <laughs> yes, thing. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just want to be sure nobody thinks that like on the American Horror Story set, if there's an accident, that they like don't have somebody on hand to like take care of it. Right. Uh, that's my that's my tinfoil hat theory. Um, maybe or maybe something happened on like season five or some shit, and this is like they're all like, see, see, you know, we're all good kind of. They're thing like or tugging whatever. at their collar. They're like, we definitely follow union rules here. Definitely here at American Horror Story. Yeah. They're like Brad, it's worse if you say anything about it. <laughs> so you got tell- the lawyers said we were good. Just get at it. Shut up. You know. Don't, but don't anyway, tell them about this. This is the stuff they're not supposed to know about. But I 100 percent agree with Ty. Like I feel like even like a passing line because it would have been in character for Sydney to like just like have seen the video and like lean over to Diana and be like oh don't let so and so the union rep know about this or yeah, something no, like that would have been perfectly fine it would have been perfectly fine yeah um but no we have a whole character for it uh, and then it's very very funny because as they walk away they being Diana and Sydney walk away after Sydney's like no we're definitely still filming um they walk past a car that says OSHA <laughs> <laughs> on the side of it <laughs> and i'm like wow this is a re- this is a very funny scene i don't know if they meant for this sequence to be really funny but it is very funny dude cuts his own head yeah. off with a chainsaw a sag rep is like he he uh you can stop filming if you want but it's fine if you don't and then they're like nope we're gonna keep filming and then they walk past an osha an osha car <laughs> I don't think this is like OSHA's realm either. Like as an OSHA liker, I feel like this is not the place where OSHA would be. <laughs> right. I feel like OSHA shows up during like if OSHA is going to be involved with filming, which would be a little weird, they'd at least be there like 
beforehand to make well, sure like the structures and things are solid. I do think I think the inclusion of the OSHA car is just another example of what we just talked about of like over explaining for like the audience who doesn't know what the fuck is going on. Um right. like wouldn't know about like sag reps and stuff. So they're like the the average person who doesn't like do entertainment doesn't necessarily know what SAG is. They don't know about actors unions because why the fuck would you? Um so they're like what do most people know about? Oh OSHA, because OSHA is like pretty much everything that isn't SAG. Um, so we'll have an OSHA car here so that the people who don't know what SAG after is <laughs> will know what this representative was supposed yeah. to be, even though that's right. not yeah. what she is. Also, OSHA also know this is let... unrealistic. Like, if you didn't know yeah. what SAG AFRA was, we want to make sure you know how badly we fucked up. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, and, and OSHA truly would, like, remember that time they opened an oven and a fireball it flew exploded? out? exploded, yeah. Yeah. OSHA would not allow that. That's all, I'm pretty sure that's on the no list. Lighting a fireball <laughs> in the middle of this old-ass house. Probably not the play. <laughs> I'm sure that even, like, there are... I know that it gets it starts going into like contracts and contractual obligations and stuff. But there are also like there are like stipulations about like having certain individuals with like proclivity for like dangerous like activities like, you know, an alcoholic um, or somebody who is wanted for murder um, <clears throat> on set with other <laughs> um, people who might be at risk based on their presence. Um, no, that also on. wouldn't fly. <laughs> That also probably wouldn't be great, but you know who am I? Who am I to say? Um, but yeah, like, they start walking away, and um, Diana has some thoughts. Uh, Diana has some thoughts. Do you want she to decides to do like old style TikTok and turn on. She has like a dash cam. Like I'm gonna do my thoughts from a car. You know, like a vlog. <laughs> yeah, like the old the old Facebook parent wants to be a content creator <laughs> trick here. You know. But um, and they do yeah. what is maybe the most annoying thing, which is basically Diana drives out being like, I'm pretty sure that place is haunted. And like as she's driving out, sees a little pil pilgrim lady in the woods and goes, I don't know who that is and I'm not going to find out and continues to drive away. And they could have just let this character leave and she could just be out of the story. They could have had a character who simply recognized shit sucks hit the bricks and left mm -hmm. but no american horror story needs to make sure you understand that no you the audience member would not win for simply walking away anyone who walks <laughs> away would also be killed because as diana's driving they do a really cheap jump scare of surprise the pig man was in the back seat to which i have to say but why? <laughs> but why? But how? Why was he in the back seat? How? Who cares? Why did Diana have to die? She's just a lady. <laughs> and they just really—they were like, "Oh no, someone's about to get away from uh, the Blood Moon. Guess we'll kill her." Like, I, I also had the Blood Moon started. I feel like they aren't allowed to kill people until the Juice Moon is engaged. I mean, it is. Oh, well. It's the it's one of those things where, like, oh, well. it's, it's during the day and the moon is technically there. You know, sometimes you can see the moon during the day. Because, like, later that night, we'll find out that it is the spaghetti moon because so-and-so will point to it. Um, so, I guess, I mean, you could argue that the moon is out technically, even though it's daytime. Shrug. 
I Good guess. to know the ghosts work on technicalities. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're definitely going by a lot of technicalities. Like, uh, so many other cool seasons of American Horror booed. Story, like, they are clinging on to just the loosest of fibers in the wind of, like, pulling together an actual set of rules for their ghosts in each assorted season that has ghosts. Um, again, they're they're making it like unnecessarily hard on themselves. You know, it could just be like, yeah, it's the blood moon yesterday. We started a day late. They boom, explained, done. We don't have to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why? And this is something that like, and maybe you can like relate to this beef. Like, I feel like they would have done going back to them like making things way harder on themselves if they had just had like one se- since they want to connect the universe so bad for every season. If they had one set of ghost rules, period, like no matter where it is, there's one set of ghost rules, it would be so much simpler. Because you'd know like, oh, I know that in this show, this is how ghosts work. But like, they're a little bit different based on every different place. Every different location has like teensy tiny little details that are different. And it's so annoying. Because that's the thing is they don't have to do that at all. Like there's no, it doesn't help anything. Like it's like, ah, if you die, that's where you haunt it. Like, why? You know? And it's like, gotta or... either be like, it's gotta be on Halloween that you can come out, or it's gotta be the blood yeah. moon, or it's gotta be this, or, or you gotta have died in a house, or blah, 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 blah. Like, there's I... so many rules. <laughs> right. Or I get it for a specific season, because it's like a plot point in season one, kind of, even though, again, it didn't have to be. But, you know, yeah, there's no point to doing it, and it's annoying. But, yeah, anyhow. This, um... year, this year, we got the spaghetti moon. And while I am pleased that we got the aesthetic of the spaghetti moon because they haven't really done that for any it's usually a location which we got a location and an aesthetic in this season um Mm because we have the i don't know the the property that the house is on and then also the moon which is like (laughs) makes it it's one of those things where like when a horror property has too many rules maybe this is just me when a horror property specifically has too many rules it's not scary anymore like the movie sinister the only way you could get owned by the demon entity was like you had to A, move into a house where a family had already died. And then you have to B, move away from that house. Like that's a lot of rules. At that point, I don't that, give a shit. That, <laughs> like, that, I think they criteria. did that just for, you know, that was kind of, I think, a really sloppy version of like the twist at the end. Because it's like, good thing I moved away. Oh, no. You know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of thing. But, but like, yeah, they do the, that the, here. You know why they did that? Speaking of which, you know why they did, I think, the sloppy, why did we kill Diane thing? is because they also want to do the sloppy, like, Blair Witch Project thing. Because yes. after Diane crashes, we see the little caption. It's like, Diane's footage was recovered three months later by police officers. Her body was never found. Which is like, great, yeah. You know, like, just a reminder, we're, like, filming it like Blair Witch. It's like, I know, it's found footage. I can fucking see that. Thank you, American Horror Story. Yeah, but. especially that sequence. That sequence is so heavy-handedly Blair Witch, too, because, like, the kind of catching a glimpse of the pilgrim lady out of the corner of your eye, and then yeah. sees there's someone behind you. Like, it, it's so clearly shot to be a Blair Witch. It's like, and, all right. Yeah. And even earlier, remember when they were, like, there was all the stick figures in the house, which is, like, <laughs> literally Blair Witch, but Oh, you indoors. mean the thing that didn't mean anything at all because it never yeah. had any affiliation with literally any other part of the show? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yep, that's the one. I remember. <laughs> also, um, sometimes I'll go back and I'll listen to our old episodes so I can remember stuff that has happened. And I was doing that the other day and I was listening to our first episode of this season. Um, remember in episode one when Shelby was, um, when after she owned uh, Kathy Bates with her car, she ran into the woods and then accidentally stumbled upon like 
the cult meeting, how the ground was like undulating and breathing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and remember how that's um, never, ever been mentioned again and is oh, not a plot point at all? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait. <laughs> Did, wait. Okay. Hi. Again, Ty Tuesday, the, the funny little horror virgin who's never seen a movie in his life. Um, did the ground breathe in the Blair Witch Project? Was no. that a thing? No. No, that didn't happen uh -uh. in Blair Witch. Like, that's a thing in Something. some horror yeah. movies, right? Yeah. Okay, it's certainly word. not yeah. an original idea. <laughs> not, not on this show. <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> that was my main concern, was they didn't have an original thought, did they? Look, I don't know what it's taken from, but they straight up had the Juan girl with no explanation, so there is no chance in hell. Like, oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm coming up with one original idea for this season, and then it's all movies. That's it. Nah, it's all zero, baby. That's my prediction. We're going to get a sandworm like Tremors by the end of this. Is my, but, um... <laughs> Between that and the teeth rain that never... Because, like, the teeth rain, much like them destroying Edward's paintings, um, doesn't mean anything. Like, it doesn't match with the M.O. of the ghosts. Because the, the, the ghosts just want a blood sacrifice for Lady Gaga. Like, they don't give Blood. a shit. So, like, why, why teeth rain? You don't want people to leave if you still need a sacrifice. So why would you try to scare the sacrifices out of your house? You know what I mean? Like, do you want them to stay or do you want them to go? You got to be more clear. Because um, Teeth Rain is not a, um, I want to stay here at this facility type right. event. Yeah, maybe that's like supposed to be just, there's so many evil forces that passively sensitive people like have nightmares and stuff. I don't know. This is my best explanation. <laughs> <laughs> We should, uh, yeah, there's a lot in this episode, so Yeah, see. we gotta yeah. hustle, so. <clears throat> Alright, so, um, we get another interview, um, it's Audrey, who was, um, Shelby, in the, the a actress who was Shelby. Yeah. Um, they spend way too long for her to be like, actually, I normally have an English accent, <laughs> yeah. many people don't know this, and it's like. Trying to do Hugh Lowry, but backwards, where it's like, oh, weird, the actor who had an American accent in the show, like, actually has quite a strong English accent in their in their day-to-day. -day. Um, except, like, she doesn't have an English accent, and it's yeah. pretty obvious she doesn't have an English she, She's an American accent. actress playing a Hugh Lowry. You know what I mean? Like, American actress <laughs> playing a British actress playing an American actress, which is like... But she's, yeah, Hugh Laurie's good at that. And I like Sarah Paulson. I think she's a good actress, but mm -hmm. I do not buy her as British. I'm sorry. This, is, this seems and like totally like producers, you're going to have to let me have a British accent in this next season. Yeah, 100%, because like it doesn't even end up being like an important plot point. It's just like, oh, by the way, this character is actually British. Like, I don't even know who it's who it's for. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the reference just, is for. She might as well just be like, carriage ride, Govna at the end of her thing for like, it's just, it's, I don't know. And and then it's like they they show this this blooper reel of the documentary where she just trips and falls in the mine like with uh, e uh, Evan Peters playing that the foppish guy who I can't think of who his name Ed is Edward, Edward right? thank you oh playing Edward yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then there, it's just so weird that this gets caught on camera because he's just like hey you want to go out for dinner later he's like I don't know about dinner here in the states in the colonies you know but um. <laughs> Uh, so, like, and then, like, when they we're in her little, like, confessional thing, all of a sudden, um, he, like, he's, like, I, I'm, he I'm here, too, and I'm pretending to have a British accent, haha, -ha, and, but we're engaged now, yay, so it turns out the actor, Evan Peters, who plays the foppish ghost in the documentary, 
who played Edward, I, mean, I don't know what his real name is, his, name, his real name is Rory, is dating, is, is engaged to Audrey, who played Shelby. Mm. Sarah Paulson and show. Evan Peters are, are engaged. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and it's awful. It's, it's, it's truly so wretched. Um, they, we, get, <laughs> we get a whole ass sequence. There's so much shit going on in this episode, but we get a whole ass two minute montage of them fucking getting married. We get to see their fucking goddamn wedding and- video. And Gary Longstreet, um, who is, like was an actor who played one of the pokes, is like officiating the wedding. Like, what? Well, all right. Like, is this documentary really so big for them? Like, that's like we gotta get, we gotta get Gary, who's who's a reverend, by the way. You know, so I guess we're adding that detail. And the, um, the it's so mm. the wedding scene just just so we're clear is horrendous. It's so awkward. Any interaction between these two characters is very awkward. Um, but the wedding scene particularly is truly skin crawlingly cringy. Oh. Yeah. Also, of all the scenes we've said, wow, this they didn't need to do this. Um, this is probably the peak of it. They could yeah. have just <laughs> said these two characters are married, and I would have gone. Okay. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. All right. Uh, sure. Yeah, I, didn't, I didn't assume they weren't. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. It's totally odd. <laughs> um, it's also like not super relevant, but most of this episode isn't. So. Right. So yeah, and then they arrive in the the house reality show style, right? And uh, let's, let's see here. Yeah. Wait. I, I'm kind of forgetting the scene was like you said because you have uh, Audrey. What did she say? I had my first sex scene here. Yeah. So, it, <laughs> oh, so yeah, it's not like Big yeah, Brother. Yeah, they're walking around the house. Yeah, and, and oh, so like okay. they're the first ones in, and they're talking to the just the cameras a little bit, and yeah, they're the first ones in, so they're like, oh, so let's go get the big bedroom. Um, they start, you know, fooling around a little bit as the, you know, fiancés are are one to do. Right. Um, make a comment about like, oh, this is where I had my first sex scene. And then, um, yeah, Rory's phone rings and he answers it by saying specifically hero <laughs> with like R's. And it's really weird. Um <laughs> I was like worried he was gonna do like a racist thing afterwards. <laughs> yeah, because he, he literally picks up the photo and goes, Hello? And I'm like, Oh, please don't tell me the person on the other side is any kind of Asian. Please, please, please. Um, and yeah, I, I, your notes say, Lemafau, help. Why did he do this? In all caps with roughly uh, 11 question marks between the words. Yeah, <laughs> which is absolutely the right, like, you know, like that's absolutely the sentiment. Like what? It was absolutely just while I was watching this show, it was just a bucket of cold water on my face of just like, whoa, what? <laughs> it is so, so random. Weird. It is so random. It is I didn't so ha- weird. I didn't have captions on, so I thought he said hello. <laughs> I almost threw up because I was laughing so hard. I was like, it's what so is weird. Guy- what is happening? But <sighs> who is it? It's his agent. And uh, apparently he's got a screen test with Brad Pitt, so he's going to leave already. And um, and then she's like, and then we go back to the little confessional thing. She's like, well, I, I trust him to go. For, I won't do that every time. You know, I trust him to go for six months, you know, because, like, they trust each other in any way. Yeah, like, that's, it's, that is, as, as Liz, as you point out, you're, oh, it's totally a weird little add-on. It almost <laughs> is like, she doesn't really trust him, because, yeah, you're actors. Of course you're gonna, like, have fake romance scenes with other actors, part of the job, you know? Um, well, anyway, so, like, uh, 
So Rory's on his cell phone around the house. He sees a shadow passing by the window. Like, what's that? Like, I didn't see anything. And they go to the window, and Agnes fucking destroys the window (laughs) with a cleaver. (laughs) Nice. That's Kathy Bates, by the way, in case anyone forgot. Mm -hmm. Who is distinctly not supposed to be there, because there was a restraining order taken out on her. Right. And in a very and like, when we unreal. say destroys a window with a cleaver, we mean like this must have been at least a three pound cleaver because yeah. it <laughs> went. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is um, so like. So in their panic, they all run to the front door um, to go. Oh shit! Agnes is here again because um, Shelby was one of the people, or um, Audrey was one of the people who was attacked <laughs> by Agnes. Um, they're under the front door, and it's just the rest of the cast and crew, um, including you know the producer. And they're like, "Yo, we just saw Agnes. What the fuck? She's not supposed to be here. We all have restraining orders against her. What is she doing here?" And the producer just like, "Look, she's not here. We promise you that. We told her not to be here. We did a restraining order. We'll go check the grounds, I guess." Um, but yeah, Agnes is clearly here. <laughs> clearly is here. Or the butcher. Yeah. The butcher who's here for blood. Right. right. Possessing Agnes. Um. (laughs) Here and just causing a ruckus already. Like, she didn't even wait for everybody else to show up. She just started causing a ruckus right away. I admire that kind of dedication. (laughs) Really go get her. Yeah. (laughs) Very proactive. Then everyone else uh, shows up. It just, like, skips a tiny bit of time. Yeah. Um, And, yeah. Audrey talks about how Agnes was stalking her, and um, there is like, <laughs> there's legitimately like a, a 911 call they play of Audrey just being like, <laughs> of you hear Agnes pounding on the door, being like, yeah, it's my land! <laughs> just immediately, Audrey, like, she's here again. I think she's mad because I won a Saturn Award and she didn't. <laughs> and it's like, Mm-mm. Okay, yeah, that's why she dressed up as the butcher and started slamming knives into your door for sure. Um, and then uh, we cut back to real Shelby, who uh, says maybe <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard, which is just like, "Wow, there's some kind of cosmic balance." Um, and this is talking to Audrey and uh, Rory. Like, you you gained a husband and I lost one, huh? <laughs> This is never too late for love. And just kind of like was saying it definitely because Audrey is like notably older <laughs> than Rory. But then total, when called out on it, when, yeah, when then, uh, yeah, Audrey takes it wildly personally <laughs> for what it's worth, too. She freaks the fuck out after because like. Shelby is kind of saying this as she shrinks into a corn cob, just so we're clear. Like, she is very much so, like, fully owned. Like, oh, well, I guess, I guess nice guys finish last. Glad you guys found love. I guess it's never too late for love. Like, she's just kind of talking to herself passively. Ab- yeah. Absolute emotional. Absolute emotional vampire moment. You know, yes. absolutely just sucking the life out of the room <laughs> yes. for everyone. Yeah. Just like, well... It's a shame things are horrible for me, but at least you're happy. Like, okay. Come and Shelby L, truly. (laughs) And and then, of course, Audrey takes this as a dig on her age. And um, (laughs) goes really wild with this. I I was pulling up the exact lines because 
what do you mean when is it too late when your heart ossifies which is already like yeah nice thesaurus sarah and then the next line is when your vagina exicates which again was just like you did you really have to like go get a medical thesaurus to be like how can i say the the how can i say the most polite way to say your vagina gets old <laughs> no not mummified something else we already used ossify come on you know like it's absolutely yeah, also yeah weird that like they're like oh she's british that means she uses big words like <laughs> didn't we dispel that with mr belvedere like years ago you know it's like it yeah but between that and sitting on his own balls like we all know these things yeah once that happened you're like oh the british are just like us we all sit on each other's testicles we all sit on our own balls and say small words that's right but um and then yeah and then real matt and lee walk in so wait, Matt, real Matt and Lee. Wait, now I'm, I'm confused. Yeah, so real Matt as in, um, so this is when real Matt, not actor Matt, yeah. and Lee literally walk in the front door. Oh, right, right, um, right, okay. Sit- yeah, because they're all sitting in the living room and they have this really awkward exchange. And then uh, Shelby sitting on the couch like the most awkward owned teen of all time <laughs> looks over and sees Matt walk in and goes, oh, Matt, wait, what, Matt? And Lee immediately starts going like, Hey, yo, fuck you. My brother doesn't need this shit yep. <laughs> like, right away. Yeah. I, <laughs> One yeah. of the few times that I'm like, good shit, Lee. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so, like, yeah. So, um, who the hell? God, I can't, I can't keep any uh, of the names who, straight. Monet. Monet is the actress who played Lee. Okay. So, Monet is like, why are, they, why, are we, why are you giving us new cell phones and taking our old ones? And Sydney is like, well... These cell phones are phones with the cell phone disabled so that only the camera works. And then, as you say, yes, it would be much easier just to give them cameras. It's <laughs> kind of hard to take the phones and all the radios and shit out of a cell phone and just it leave them. It feels a- like it'd be easier to just buy a camera, yeah. Yeah. And, like, because, like, yeah. In, re- yeah, in reality, too, like, it wouldn't be that super hard to like re-enable the phone if you needed it for horror things which you know who knows I also don't think happen. I think most phones have it hard programmed in that you cannot disable emergency services as well like correct because yeah. I, yeah. I have many a time since childhood accidentally dialed 911 on a play phone that my parents gave me that was like a million yeah. years old like that yeah. shit still works yeah 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 no absolutely 100% because um, yeah it's just you'd have to really destroy the fuck out of the phone to the point where yeah just it's way easier to just yeah yeah but um also quick quick yeah. reminder Monet is the actress who played Lee this is the same character who said because I was playing an alcoholic on a show I got too alcoholic myself yeah even though Lee wasn't an alcoholic yeah <laughs> correct that's yes. you are correct yeah. Be- as if yep. this won't, right, like, as if it wasn't confusing enough, because <laughs> Monet was playing Lee, who was an alcoholic, who now at this time is like more of the recovering alcoholic, you know, the sober person yeah. giving the advice, and then Monet is now the out of control alcoholic. It's so fuck. Like, why did they do this? It's like this weird Death Note shit, but for no reason. <laughs> and again, Lee's thing started with pain pills. It wasn't. The se- like it's not the same situation. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't work. It's so confusing. It's. Mm, it's uh, like mm. this is like primer, but for the lowest stakes shit. Like there's no time <laughs> travel or anything. It's just actors <laughs> and confusing to keep them all straight. But um, 
Like, wouldn't this have been so much easier, too, to have the original people say, we're not going back to that house, and just have the actors do this? Like, we don't have to do all this whole real... Whatever. I'm sorry. Anyway. So, yeah. So, Sydney introduces everyone. And, yeah, and then Rory is like, and Edward. And then, um, like, while they're going around the circle... Oh, that's right, because Rory played Edward. I'm getting confused as I do this. And then Audrey, who's Sarah Paulson playing Sheldry, laughs and kisses the phone he's holding in his hands. Beautiful. Um, and then, so Sydney explains all the sleeping arrangements and says that Matt and Shelby have to sleep together. What? And Matt disagrees, <laughs> of, of course. And he goes, I'll sleep in the basement. And Sydney's like, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. Which is like, uh, even if you're trying to do reality show drama, you cannot be like, hey, I'm assigning people to like sleep in the same bed who don't want to be together. Like, there is no world. <laughs> I'm sorry. It does not work. Oh, I see um, you're going through a divorce. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> How would you guys like to sleep in the same bed? <laughs> yeah, I'm, exactly. I'm yeah, Sydney, no. and I'm I'm a bad little gremlin man. Remember before when I was like, legal would never let you just film a conference room? You know what they wouldn't let you do like a thousand times more is like force people to sleep in the same bed who don't want to on your production for a million fucking reasons anyway. Um... <laughs> So, like, uh, yeah, so basically, um, <laughs> let's see, Lee starts screaming at Shelby, uh, why does Lee scream at Shelby? Oh, oh my god, so that's right, she's still mad at Shelby for calling, so there's a big argument time, right? And, um, she's still mad at Shelby for calling the police when she did, which, again, she was- Yeah, asking. straight up is like, yeah, just straight up, like, you ruined my life, you know, everyone thinks I'm a murderer now, etc., cetera, et cetera, because you called the cops, and it's like- or it's because it's very, um, you're clearly <laughs> implicated for the murder. Yeah. And no one else is. Yeah. 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 And, you know, yeah. we, we could, I know that I called the police out of a fit of rage because I saw my husband banging Lady Gaga for some reason. Um, <laughs> however, I did have good reason to call the police, given that um, you were a potential threat to us as well as everyone else around you. Um, and potentially implicated in a very fresh murder of your ex-husband. Uh, and the kidnapping <laughs> yep. of your own daughter. <laughs> yep. Yeah, just in case we forgot. Yeah. And I've already covered for you one time to the husband that's now dead. So, you know, I'd say I have a few reasons why I could call the police. I called them for a weird fucked up reason, but I had some other good reasons as well. Um, I feel like <laughs> I was justified. Um, and then, yeah. And then, wait, and then, yeah, then, like... Shelby storms out, and Audrey is like, fiery and pathetic, exactly how I played her. Which is funny, because that's almost like how she's going to play, you know, uh, Allie in the next season, but whatever. Um, well, maybe pathetic, then fiery, but whatever. Anyhow. Uh, let's see. So, like, they're all... Okay, so later... Oh God. Monet, actress who played Lee. Rory, actress, act, actor who played Edward. And Audrey, actress who played Shelby... Oh, God. Are in the kitchen, like, in our kitchen snacking. And Monet's like, they seem really upset. What the hell? Like, that's weird. Which is like, <laughs> like, how, how bad of an actor are you that you don't understand, like, the role, yeah. like, you were, you know? Like, wow, they're real people. She, she's, she's also, like, the worst actress of all time just for being like, they're also acting, right? It's like, no, they're just regular people. What do you mean regular people? Isn't everyone just acting all the time? No, just you were, me? Like, <laughs> you were in this thing. Don't you know what a documentary is? You know, I mean, unless the implication was she thinks it's all fake, which like, does not come across, you know? Like, 
that is like if that's what they were going for on the show it i that's like a thing like i don't know i feel like that that they messed that up that does not but, um, mean that way yeah yeah so also uh, the character doesn't act as though they believe that so exactly yeah so and then uh, Audrey is like, because yeah, Audrey and Audrey is like, well, obviously this story is bullshit. Because why would you ever come to the house, you know? And and Rory's like, yeah, we shot here for eight weeks. There was no ghost. And then Matt fortunately comes in and goes, yeah, what time of year were you shooting? Summer. Well, n- look outside. Now it's the spaghetti moon, baby. <laughs> so plot holes <laughs> covered. And they're like, mm, yeah, I guess so. And Rory's like, is that bad? And it's like, yeah, like, what the, what, like, did you just fucking get here, Rory? Like, <laughs> you were in this mega popular show. You've been asked back. This experiment must have been explained to you. Like, get out of here. But, yeah, this isn't a case of, like, you're a 12-year-old actor working on Game of Thrones and your parents forbid <laughs> you from watching Game of Thrones or something. You're, like, right. a 27-year-old man. <laughs> like, yeah. Watch the show you're Who, on, whose bro. Whose character, like, spoke fairly frequently about the things that were happening. So, like... Yeah, was you, a knowing ghost. Yeah. Was you a met, knower. You <laughs> met your wife on it. Like, even if you were, like, coked out and not paying attention, you know? Like, at some point, it's like, oh, blood moon. Like, or you had to have brought this up, like, before now. You know what I mean? Like, at some point, like, hey, why did those actors come back to this whole thing? This whole production I've been part of for, like, presumably weeks and months now. And my agent's been negotiating and everything. <laughs> I never thought to ask this until this moment. It's such a good scene. It's such a good scene. So anyway, and then, yeah, and then we get this card, and this is one, over the next three days during the Blood Moon, every participant in this series died under mysterious circumstances, except for one, and then this kills me. The show planned by the producers never aired. This is the assembled found footage. Except fuck you, because there's a title card earlier that says, like, you know, Return to the Blood Moon or whatever the hell it is <laughs> that's, like, all produced and shit. So don't give me this assembled Blair Witch thing. This is clearly a show that has been produced after the fact. So, mm, whatever. Spaghetti Moon 2, Electric Boogaloo. Exactly. Also, like, again, I'm not the horror guy, so if I'm off base, Mm -hmm. let me know. But I feel like part of found footage is that it's usually, like, hand cams and, like, improvised setups and stuff, right? Like, maybe, like, someone throws down a tripod in the middle of the woods for a bit or something, but, like, it's not, like... No. Set up cameras around a house, Big Brother style, with a confessional <laughs> so, booth. Like, that's not found footage. That's footage where you always knew where it was. <laughs> like, you put it there. It, you yes. can't find it. It was never lost, brother. <laughs> it, it, it was, it's simply footage. <laughs> so part of this is that Paranormal Activity was a really popular movie that I think mm-hmm. came around around this time. And that I, is... I've seen... I liked... Par- hey, good movie. I remember yeah. that one. Pretty good. And they yeah. do have set up cameras with the conceit that the guy is purposely trying to catch ghosts. But you're right that this is way produced. Like, the whole thing about found footage... <laughs> Is it's actual, like, it's supposed to, like, give you that sense of, oh, my gosh, did this really happen? Yeah. Even if you don't really believe and, it, like, any horror yeah. thing, you know? And, and even paranormal activity, it's, like, a single tripod setup of a home-quality camera in the corner of the room over the bed pointing towards the door, right? It's yeah. one angle. And, like, they use the fact that it's one angle to fuck with the viewer really hard. Yes. That's part of, that's part of why it works. So if you 
assemble like, oh yeah, in the middle of this room, you have 25 camera angles that see you. There's one over there, there's one in this hallway, there's one up here, there's one over there. Like again, that's not found footage. That's just footage. Right. <laughs> just assembled a lot of footage. I think what I'm going for is like, it's supposed to be like immersive, right? That's kind of mm-hmm. what they're going for. You're supposed to lose that, but it just does not work here because there's a million title cutaways to remind you you're watching a TV show on effect. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't have that. It's not going for it. It's just like a cheap imitation, and it ends up just being a really annoying, an annoying way of doing an American Horror Story season. Yeah, and I know a lot of people who are listening are probably like, oh, okay, we've reached the end of the episode. Because, like, typically with stuff like this, especially in, like, a TV format, the, over the next three days during the blood moon, everyone died. That's usually, like, a cliffhanger for the end of the episode. But... Nope. Nope. (laughs) We still have about ten minutes of episode left. Um, That was not the end. That was just a random title card they threw in, which feels... Um, wildly out of place. This is not information that would be any different if they gave it at the rest at the end of the episode. So I'm not sure mm. why they like slammed so, it straight in at the 40 minute mark. The, right. This is the kind of title card that, like, in a, in a play, you would put right at like right before the end of the rising action, right yes. before you hit the climactic moment, and it just feels like. It's just wherever in this one. Like, it's just so confusing. It doesn't fit where it should be. Yeah. It's so, even as like a, a show hook, just so like next episode, you have the whole week for viewers to like speculate like who's the person who lives and you know, whatever. But like, nah, for whatever reason, it's here. And it's right before Rory and Audrey start outside in their, yeah, the not hot tub, the tub. The outdoor tub, you know, God, um, the awful tub from the first half of the season that yep, isn't and, a hot tub. It's just wood. And he's he's gonna film them having sex, and then uh, meanwhile, you know, they're doing they're hooking up, and then inside, everyone's settling in. Monet's drinking the vodka she brought to the set. Lee's Lee's walking down the hallway, and then yeah, Mason's burnt corpse walks by, and ooh, he's mad. But anyway, um, and then let's see. Audrey goes inside after, yeah, after they have sex. Rory is still in the tub. Shelby, Shelby goes, Shelby sneaks down and talks to Matt. Matt's like, you shouldn't have come back. You know what happens here. And Shelby's like, well, there's more of us now. Which is like, yep, touche, I guess. You you got me there. But yeah, like, why does that even matter? You know, I could have gotten the telekinetic butcher with with hatchets that she could throw a football field and cut a fly in half. If we had more people. I think like... Two more of us, and we could have got, we could have held her down. <laughs> Even though yeah, we made like... no effort to actually fight the ghosts whatsoever, I think we could have taken her. I think it's more so a um, I just have to run faster than my friends type situation, where she's like, mm. "Well, I mean, they can't grab all of us, so <laughs> as long as there's more people here, we're fine." So yeah, exactly. Um, what do you call it? And uh, so then, like Monet and Lee, um are in the kitchen together and they're bonding over being addicts, except like Monet seems to like blame Lee for like, you made me uh, an alcoholic. And Lee is like, kind of again, like that, like interesting sort of like, like I've been through this kind of deal, you know, whatever. So she, you know, whatever, it's fine. Um, yeah, it's like, it's, it's wacky though, because yeah, like I don't get like why wait, Monet blames Lee. Yeah, Monet blames Lee yeah. for because Monet, the actress, got a. That's right. Dr- she claims she got a drinking addiction playing Lee so that she could get into. It's basically another case of like 
<clears throat> this is why we don't do method acting. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, it's because, like, yeah. it, 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 first of all, you don't get an addiction through method acting. No, absolutely you not. You were prone to addiction and maybe set something off due to stress or something. Like, could it kick it off? Sure, for sure. Mm -hmm. But, like, you can't blame someone else that you made a conscious decision to start drinking a bunch of alcohol with no fucking checks in place. Right. And then it turns out that was bad for you. Like... Yeah, it, it's, it's it's absurd. It's it, absurd. It would be like the highest level of actor entitlement on the planet to be like, I method acted too hard and it <laughs> fucked me up. And uh, that's that's your problem. Like, it, yeah, ridiculous. I, I feel like I'm playing chess, like talking about this just because every fucking time I'm speaking, I'm like, wait, but Lee is Monet, but Monet is the actress. OK, you know what I mean? I'm sorry. It's killing me every time. Like, that's why I was like, I had a good thought there. And I'm like, wait, Lee and whatever. Um, so yeah, so Shelby, Shelby is great. Like Matt, let's just get out of here. But then there's banging on the door and it's Dominic. Who the, who's Dominic? That's the guy who plays Matt. The actor who played Matt. Thank you. Yes. The one that's right. Who, that's right. The one who, uh, Shelby actually hooked up with. That's right. Outside that's of right. the show. Yeah. Was, okay. So then Matt and, uh, Matt starts beating him up. Matt, the guy who got punched and lost his lineage. <laughs> in maybe the funniest <laughs> Matt moment. Yeah, Dominic walks in, and Matt just immediately goes, you fucked my wife. <laughs> and, like, he just punches him in the head. Like, it doesn't say it, but just, you can see internally, just <laughs> eyes red, you fucked my wife, walks across the room and decks him. Which, again, yeah, coming from being a shrinking daisy who uh, got breathed on too hard in LA and uh, made his wife miscarry like <laughs> yeah to this it's a pretty big jump for for Matt for me this seems extra funny because like we don't ever get to see real Matt getting knocked the fuck out we only get to see Dominic get knocked the fuck out twice because we see him get knocked the fuck out playing Matt getting knocked the fuck out and then we see Matt knocking him the fuck out it's very good I like it so yeah and then um, yeah, so anyway, like, they, uh, they start fighting, Rory's outside in the germ tank, and there's a bunch of torches, and it looks real convincing, great, great effects here, um, in the distance, but no, it's clearly CGI, it's, and, um, <laughs> oh no, a bunch of, a bunch of villagers from the game Blood from 1997 are gonna come after me, oh no, the JPEGs, and then, <sighs> And, uh, so then, like, Audrey's, so then Audrey's in the shower, someone comes in, and she's assuming it's Rory, of course, um, we go to Lee, who's cleaning, like, Matt's busted lip in the kitchen, because he can't win any fight, um, then, but Audrey gets out of the shower, and, oh no, it's Pigman, and she, she, uh, she yells, she's horrified, and she runs down, and she's, like, wearing a towel, I think, and she's like, ah, something came after me in the shower! Like, that's how it was. Like, it was absolutely an American-sounding scream till that last word. She goes, oh, yeah, accent. Shawa. And um, so, you know, she thinks, like, Sydney, like, you know, did a trick for the reality show. And they're just, like, everybody had a good laugh or whatever. So, Which is then how your horror then turns to anger. And mm -hmm. now you're mad. Except mm -hmm. she forgot and just stayed scared. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she's yeah. like, like mm, I should be mad now, but I'm actually just going to be scared still i'm just gonna continue to be be nervous because that works better for what rory's about to do and but, um, th this next yeah. sequence i this this grinds my gears so bad like we we did talk about briefly earlier like the found footage like oh there's cameras everywhere the next 
couple of minutes um, features Rory going around looking for whoever was playing the pig man and like looking for potential tricks. Um, he opens every cabinet in the house and I am not being hyperbolic when I say there are three camera angles on every cabinet in the house. Three different camera angles on every it's, cabinet he opens. <laughs> it is really insane. And yep, and then uh, we are about to get to the funniest line, maybe in all of American Horror Story, completely on accident. I can't wait. I just want everyone to be ready. If you've stuck with us this far, you're about to get a real treat. I don't know who. I won't deliver it because he he gets he gets all of a sudden the two ghost nurses are there in the house and they stab Rory to death, and the and then their word murder is finally complete because it was murder if you remember murder. But then they got murder. And then what happens? Matt walks they got in. got Rory. And Matt walks into the dining room to deliver the news that uh, their friend Rory got killed by ghost nurses. And the way he says it is with no context, <laughs> this man rolls into the room and just goes, R is for Rory. And then the episode ends, and they're like, that's it, that's it, the end. That's just, everyone else should know what that means. <laughs> I, I, I have not seen it. I haven't seen the next episode, but I almost guarantee they do a stupid, like, funny thing of going, whoa, thanks for telling us that thing, whatever. You know what I mean? And then he has to explain it. Like, that's what, like, the little stupid laugh at their self got. But it makes no sense. No one would, no human would do that. Like, R is for Rory. Because the obvious reaction is like, he would, here's yeah. what he would do: he would walk in the room and go, "Rory's dead." Yeah. <laughs> that would be probably the prudent news to deliver first and foremost. Is step one: Rory died. Step two: Okay, he was probably killed by these weird murder nurses who look for letters. Good news though; they're done. So unless anyone's name starts with a little exclamation point, we're probably set well, on the, that front. Or you know what? Like if he did deliver it like that, there's no world where everyone's like. And that's how you like they say like that's how you tell us like what is the matter with you? Someone just died. Why are we doing riddles? What's oh wrong with you? God. Yeah. But, also, it's also, very funny that that's like that's gotta be a real head slapper of a moment to be like, oh, right, the murder thing. They were looking for an R. Oh, we forgot. Fuck. Oh, sorry, Rory. Oh man, right. It's also really funny because like. Just so everyone's clear, Matt doesn't, like, find Rory's body. He's just, like, walking through the house, and then he sees that the R is now in the word murder. And he's like, mm -hmm. well, I guess that means Rory's dead. <laughs> like, he doesn't the even world. bother confirming. He's like, this definitely isn't a trick being done by Sydney. Rory's fucking done. <laughs> the world's worst Benoit Blanc. Just like, yeah, well, he's dead. <laughs> Next. Anyway. So... Oh. And just so confusing that they had the nurses. Now that I think about it, why were the nurses even mentioned in the original show? That's the real riddle. For this. Why did the nurses even get brought up so they could kill Rory? I guess. So yeah. I would also yeah. like to um, bring up that um, this is going to be one of many things that you who are watching, um, being the three of us in this call and whoever's watching along at home, um, will notice, which is that the nurses who murdered the shit out of Rory um, are the same nurses from the documentary um, who hypothetically, unless they hired the ghosts, uh, would just be actors, right? Like, 
Yeah. But they definitely killed Rory. He's definitely what dead. If, so, what if the ghosts were just big fans of the show, and They're, now they were like, "I like the aesthetic they gave us. <laughs> we should do that." Yeah, well, should, that should be our new corporeal like form. Yeah. That should be our new corporeal form. Or, yeah, that's yeah. got to be a sick part about being made out of ectoplasm. Like, is if someone like draws some real hot art of you haunting someone, you can be like, "Ooh, I don't I, mind if I do." <laughs> I, like I, like, I like how we, I like how we possessed the actress who played the butcher. Let's maybe do that now, just for the whole thing. How's that? Everybody good? <laughs> Go, Japanese ghost girl <laughs> for who's here for some reason in Roanoke. You good too? All right, excellent. That's what we're doing. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was. That's the thing is, like possessing most of them wasn't too bad, but it was really hard to find the grudge. She's so busy. <laughs> <laughs> She's got so much shit going on. So busy and really hard to get her on board for this project, given that it has nothing to do with anything grudge or grudge related. It was really hard to nail her down for this role. <laughs> can, you, can you do like a town? Uh, no. All right, forget it then. That's fine. We don't Look, need it. None of the rest of these ghosts climb walls, and we just really want someone on a wall. Can you please make time? And Pigman's busy. We have him doing, like, Krav Maga in the bathroom. He's playing Ring Around the Rosie out in the woods. Like, we'll we just, can't make we'll him have, do it. We'll make that the, the ring tape is in the cellar. It's the wrong movie. It's close enough. It's, it was popular at the same time. It's we fine. We can't be bothered to know the difference between the American ring and the one from Japan and also that that's not the grudge. We're American Horror Story. <laughs> I'm not I'm even sure if they're about the, the grudge TV show versus movie. You can't expect me to know these details. I'm Sydney, but really Brian Falchuk. Whatever, Brad Falchuk. <laughs> All right, well, I mean... <laughs> So yeah, no, we weren't kidding when we said that was the end of the episode. He really does just roll up in the room, go R's yeah, for Rory, and then they're it. like, time for episode seven <laughs> that we're all ready for, that we all crave. He says this to the group of people who what? didn't remember the Spaghetti Moon in a show that they were on right, like 10 minutes ago. Right. Yeah, well, I guess Rory was the one who didn't remember, and... um. It's, you don't have to worry if Rory doesn't remember anymore. But you know what? Even if they remembered, even if they were like, oh my god, that means Rory's dead, it's still like not a good way of telling people someone just fucking died. You know what I mean? Like, you don't play the little game of because of that one person, like, wait, what? Oh, the murder thing. Oh, Rory died. You know what I mean? You just say fucking Rory died. God damn yeah, it. Yeah, and like I would I would maybe be willing to give it a pass if like the actor was doing like a hurried or like panic delivery, like you know, like there were just a thousand things running through his head and that just happened to be, th be the thing that blurted out first. You know, if he was just like, oh, God, R is for Rory. Like, you know, like that kind of thing. But it's not. He like rolls up stone cold. Almost <laughs> bored. He seems bored. Yeah. Seems yeah. like, yeah, like he's kind of like jaded with the whole thing and just goes, R yeah. is for Rory. And, and <laughs> like, the, it just makes no sense. Even if he was the depressed, like everyone's going to die kind of character, then I don't know why he got so invested in his fist fight with his, you know, whatever with Dominic. So it's all crap. It's all crap. But <laughs> it's all crap. <laughs> show. I'm so glad we're into the second half of this season because it's yeah. Let's, this was just the first yeah. part of the second half of the season. Um, it's, Tune in, yeah. yeah right? It's gonna <laughs> keep going. It's we now have the brick on the gas pedal. We do. Yeah. What I like about this is it's kind of like set a uh, quiet, terrible hum in the background <laughs> for the rest of this season yeah. of just 
all the different violations they're doing constantly and just how it did any of this because none of that's going to be relevant going forward but it's always going to be there right and that's going to be i think the rest of the season is just remember there were like 12 places that a union rep should have just been like no <laughs> no absolutely not <sighs> all right well well Y'all excited for the next one? I certainly <laughs> chapter am. six. I am. I, or oh, I'm sorry, chapter seven. Chapter, yeah, seven. chapter seven. Today, seven. this was the end of chapter six. It's easy to forget when there's multiple. Um, yeah, I'm. God, I'm so excited. I need to know what they do because how could it get stupider? But I know it will. And I hope you'll join us next time when uh, it almost it certainly gets stupider. Nice. <laughs> Later. Later. Bye.